0: Yeah. I will be sharing my personal experiences, have interviews with experts and people like you who are also experts in your own unique way in life. Let's transform fear into freedom. Are you ready? Hello, my friend, and I want to start today's episode with just a simple question how are you doing today i want you to be really honest and very clear with your answers and maybe you will you will not get to let me know how you are doing but i will encourage you that you somehow let me know because i want to support you i want to know that you're doing well and that if there is something else that is going on um, allow me to help you and be there for you by sending you good energy sending you a lot of love a lot of healing but this question is very simple and yet super important for us to be aware of and keep in mind hopefully every day of our lives because most times we take care of people and then we forget to take care of ourselves and really we forget sometimes to stop and acknowledge that sometimes, some days, we might not be doing well. And whether it is with the current events, whether it is with things that have happened in the past or just in general that some days it just feels like it's so tiring and so overwhelming. I want you to understand that you are okay, that you are supported, that you are enough and that no matter what, you have all the potential to overcome anything that comes to you. So for today's episode, this is going to be part two of um, basically a series of episodes in which I talk about my cancer diagnosis what I believe is cancer here to tell me and in a sense also to let you guys know that no matter what happens to us there's always a silver lining that we can focus on there's always something good that we can we can rescue for any situation any event any trauma any pain And with my experiences, I want to use that as a way so that you can actually see whether or not it's cancer. Maybe it could be something else. Maybe you lost somebody in your life. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you feel like all your life uh, you've been, you know, like falling and, and getting lost and not finding your way through because I've been there before and I know what that is like and I know for sure what it is like to feel in one way and think that you are alone and so hopefully my story what i got to say my lessons are in a way something that you can relate to and so that you don't feel lonely anymore that you feel like there's a hope there is hope and there is a way to come through this and um and overall, for me, as I said in part one, which is the last episode, and I will every now and then, it just comes through because honestly, guys, I uh, my commitment to myself and to you guys is living my purpose. And every single day, making it a conscious decision that what I do, what I say, who I am and how I am being here in this life, it is coming f- with the intention that I'm living my purpose and that is being here, for your purpose as well for your support for guidance whether it is in any kind of situation that you're going through and for love and so what i share about cancer it is really a lot of the lessons that i've been getting out of that experience and it's something that is always ongoing so With that saying, first of all, if you haven't listened to part one, go back to the last episode, and in there I share a couple of the biggest takeaways, which I will repeat them again today, about being diagnosed with cancer, as well as a little bit of my story, how I learned about it, and in a sense, I will, I have like, like quickly I go over some things that maybe people should be paying attention such as their body and messages from their body and how to be more connected so that you know when something is not in air quotes right or normal then there is something for you to do Okay, And I know this is something that a lot of you guys are asking me too, like how can we be more in contact with, with our body? How can we be more perceptive or more aware of those messages? And I'll tell you more in detail in another episode, but for now... That is one of the things that I want you to take away as well is that no matter what happens with your health, personal life, relationship, or anything else, once you tune in deeply into who you are, what your soul wants in life, and how to pay attention to the signs, once you realize that you can actually live a life of love and joy and freedom. And that is something that we all deserve. So, all right, so today I'll be talking more about the gifts from my cancer diagnosis. So these are my gifts and my takeaway in this with this. And hopefully you can, your takeaways as well that no matter what, quote unquote, bad episode happens to us, I choose to see the gifts. And again, let me just remind you, this is a practice that is constant. It's not something that you do one time, you do one ceremony or one Uh, learning from a book or just do one kind of exercise at home one day one time or one month and then you're done and you're set for the rest of your life no my friends this is a constant practice and to tell you the truth it is not a bad thing because the more we learn about ourselves and we are learning about the things that we can do and understanding ourselves even more at a deeper level it really brings such an awakening and um, uh, a uh, feeling of fulfillment and joy and that nothing and no one can take away not even a diagnosis okay so let's go straight to the point so here are some of the blessings from this is obviously from my perspective, the blessings from being diagnosed with cancer. Okay, and I already told you my story in the last episode. So again, these are my experiences and my perspective in life. So to each their own, all right. So but I also want to say it wasn't easy. It is not something easy, like I said, that you do it in one day and you overcome all the fears, all the struggles, and the next day you're great. So It really took some time to come to these realizations, to come to the blessings that I will tell you in a bit. And like you probably will imagine, and maybe if you have been touched by cancer, whether it is directly or indirectly by somebody you know, because at this point, I think we all know someone who has been diagnosed with cancer. And it is hopefully it is not like the normal, but what I want to be the normal is people being okay with um, the process of going through a struggle or a challenge in this case uh, um, at a health level. So it is not easy to adjust to this kind of life and, and it is not easy to answer the, the door you know when, when cancer or anything knocks on your door, right? Um, so it takes time, so I really want to acknowledge those people that are going through hard times like these and um, even even if it takes months or years or however long it takes, I really want to acknowledge and I'm really feeling for them because it, it is it is tough waking up with something in your mind and then having to go through your day and, and sometimes wanting to forget or wanting to um, dismiss some things but sometimes it is so present in your face pretty much, right? I also want to say, of course, that it it took me, obviously for me, now you can hear me all positive and everything, but it took me time. It took me some time. It took me some time to feel the pain of the diagnosis. It took me some time to get angry, sometimes angry at myself and my body because I thought that my body was failing on me. It took me time to cry until until falling asleep. Because it just, it was a nightmare thinking and making things in my mind, like making assumptions of what my life would be like with cancer, right? It took me time to even wanted to get out of bed. Some days I didn't want to get out of bed. I just wanted to keep sleeping. Or guys, some days I just didn't want to wake up at all. And yes, I had thoughts of just not being here because at my age and that time thinking that I have so much to give and so much more in life. I thought that everything was over. So what was the point? So it took time for sure. And even though now I am way better mentally and physically, uh, but a cancer diagnosis, it is something in which you don't have a cure, at least for mine, the one that I was told I have. Um, it, there is not a cure but it is treatable so it is something that people can live with and so in that sense what I make that what I'm making in my mind is okay if we're going to live together we better make it a good relationship so that's my whole point okay I understand for some other people they don't think of having a relationship with cancer but I do if we're going to live together let's be good, let's be friends, let's be cool, and let's kind of, you know, it's just having a roommate, and let's just have a good life together, but I'm the one who's going to be in charge of my health and of my life, and you're just coming along, okay? That's that. That's just the way I see it. So it is really riding a roller coaster in which you cannot see the uphill ahead of you. I don't know if you like roller coasters, I used to ride them, now I don't anymore because they really freak me out, but not knowing where you're going, that's so freaking scary. So having a diagnosis over your head and even if you're super healthy, even if you are super positive like I am most of the time, there are some days in which you kind of like wonder and especially when you get little pain and little nudges from your body, like something is, is kind of unusual, then you're like, oh, fuck, what is this, right? Is this the roller coaster again? And I'm right on the top and I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah that's what it's like some of my days not every day obviously I make the effort and even on those days that it kind of feels like that I really I have learned a lot of techniques and practices in which I can calm down and reduce the anxiety because it can be super real let me just have a sip of my water because my throat is kind of drying out a little bit okay so here we go with my blessings um the blessings from my roommate just you know honestly I just have to have fun with it there's no other way around guys just have fun with what you can because otherwise I don't want to just continue alive and being all grumpy and mad and upset and angry at myself so awareness that's like one of the biggest blessings that I got it is having the awareness awareness of my thoughts Awareness of becoming more conscious with my thoughts and my actions, how they are aligned, how are they on purpose and supporting me with my purpose. But I will also say it is, again, just like everything else, it is a daily practice to remember. It is a daily practice because um, you really have to be more in tune with how you are being and those around you so that you don't react, but you respond, so that you are living more you're having more of a conscious practice. And if you've been following me and um, usually in social media, I post a lot about conscious practice, being conscious in the things that you do and you say. And that's just a reminder for myself and hopefully for some of you guys to constantly keep keep that in check. How am I being conscious today? Am I doing things out of habit or am I doing things because they bring me joy or because they are serving me in a in a higher way, not just because I got to do whatever you do when you are awake, you know, and just waiting for going back to bed. So that awareness and that conscious practice, what it's doing is bringing uh, um, the zest back to my life. is bringing the flavor so that it's a fulfilling life. It is a happy and enjoy, uh, joyful life. It is not, just like I said, it's not just waking up, eating and, and shitting and, you know, go, going back to bed. So that's the number one thing. And again, that's also having awareness with people around me. Um, and I will tell you more about that in a little bit. So the second blessing from my roommate, it is that I learned to cult- to cultivate a more positive mindset. So as you can tell, again, if you've been following me for a while and you see me on social media, which by the way, let's be friends. You can find me on Instagram at Wendy4Wellness. It is Wendy, my first name, four, number four, wellness. And also in Facebook, Wendy Rosenthal. And um, I, I put a lot of posts about positivity and about mindset about you know like looking out for the good things in life because really that is it puts not only it puts me in a really good mood but also it is accepting the things as they are and then bringing basically saying I am ready for more I am ready for more of these good juicy and positive things that are coming to my life. So it's really trying to see the gifts in all things and trusting that they are working for me. So what I'm doing at the same time is removing all the complaints, removing all the negative energy, all the negativity around me, whether it's from my own thoughts and also from those people around me, because sometimes it will come. And of course, sometimes it happens that I just kind of forget. I'm like, oh my God, today is a shitty day. Like, oh, fuck, like work sucks. You know, yes, that's just part of us being human. But I shift. I'm aware of that. And I shift my mindset into being in gratitude and being positive. Okay, yes, maybe work sucks or maybe I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be here right now, but I'm so grateful that I have a job because it's really giving me the paycheck, it's giving me the, the benefits or it's giving me the opportunity to learn more in areas that I would have never have uh, been able to learn, you know? The same thing with what we're going through right now with COVID-19, okay, it sucks, but for now, at least for, this is just an example for some people, okay, they're able to be at home, work from home, not commuting, being more with their family, being out in nature, being more appreciative of the things that they got, rather than complaining that everything sucks, okay? So hopefully that's something that a lot of people can be aware of as well. The third gift is the gift of choice. And as I'm, I'm talking all these things to you, as you will tell as obviously, I think it is real and obvious that a lot of these practices and things that I'm choosing to believe is really what I just said. It is a choice. So it allowed me being diagnosed with cancer. It allowed me to realize that even with a diagnosis or any kind of negative event, it is still a choice to make it a better day. I, know, so many people, so many cancer patients who I've met through my own journey who are, I mean, there's a variety of different, you know, outlooks in life, but there is those people that even when they are really sick and they're really struggling, they probably some of them guys, they even just have a few months to live and it is sad and I get it. But even these people that have, um, some sort of, I guess, uh, knowing that they don't have a lot of time here, they, they choose to live a good and happy life for whatever long they have here. They make it an effort. And yeah, there are some other people. And look, even now, look around you. Who around you here is complaining all the time? And maybe they're healthy. Maybe they don't have this kind of trauma, or this kind of situations. They have pretty much everything. Maybe they have a good life. They have money. They have all the things that anybody will want. But yet they choose to complain and they choose to be a victim of the system. So, guys, it doesn't matter what event it is that is going on through in our lives. It is really our choice. It is our choice to make it through. It is our choice to get empowered. It is our choice to to really understand the lessons and then decide, because that's a choice, deciding that you are way beyond anything else and you're going to come through as a victor rather than a victim. So with that saying, the next blessing, number four, it is that being diagnosed with cancer and going through that journey of acceptance and knowing what it's like learning about cancer, learning about myself And all my personal growth, because honestly, that's like the biggest thing, everything that I'm saying, it is under the umbrella of personal growth right now for the first, not right now, but when I got diagnosed and soon after that, when everything started to unfold, the biggest lesson of it all, it is putting or investing in my personal growth which I have never thought about before. I never even knew that existed. I thought the life that we were living, that was it and there wasn't anything else beyond to look forward to. So, So working in my personal growth, spiritual growth and any kind of growth, what came with it is really understanding that I'm not a victim anymore. So that is blessing number four, that I'm not a victim anymore because up until then I was a victim Up until then, I wasn't aware of so many things in life. Like I said, I was just like numb, like a zombie and going on. Because especially I was 34, 36, especially at that time when you're so young, you think that "Ah, nothing is going to happen to you. You just, you know, go about life, not worrying about what will be the next thing, how you want your life to be. And so, and you think that whatever you're doing is just fine. You're just getting by with it. So until then, I was just numb and I didn't feel like all things were and and actually I felt like things were were happening to me they were getting in my way if there was anything that wasn't happening for me then I thought oh you know it's not my fault it is somebody else or it is the situation it is the job it is the weather whatever okay so with that um Because I wasn't getting what I wanted, I wasn't taking responsibility, I was just washing off my hands and thinking and saying, it's not me, it is everyone against me in a sense. And again, let me just remind you, this is not a conscious thought or belief, it is everything was happening unconsciously. I wasn't aware of anything, again, because I told you I wasn't into the personal development or thinking deep, deep and beyond of what the surface was. So I wasn't taking responsibility responsibility for a lot of the things. And um, I was just hanging out my power to other things. I was powerless, basically. I was just saying, it's not my fault. It's something else. Oh, poor me. So I was truly being a victim. And again, I didn't it wasn't a conscious thing i just didn't know that i was being one but now looking back after doing all that work i know what was happening like oh my god i was totally being a victim So now, because I already told you some of the blessings about consciousness and being aware and um, getting to know myself even more, now I know what that is like and what I can do if I kind of, you know, tend to fall into that trap again, because it will happen. It will happen. That's just your mind. The mind is so interesting, so powerful, and so at the same time mischievous that sometimes you don't know what's gonna happen next you know but it's really having that consciousness that awareness of understanding and knowing and catching yourself up right in the moment so yep i'm not a victim anymore thank goodness and i can catch myself if i am kind of falling into that trap again so blessing number five it is that it'll allow me being diagnosed with cancer and I will assume that it is, any, it is the same for anyone out there who's been either diagnosed with a condition or disease, anyone who's been having a rough time in life, losing somebody, going through a trauma, past or present trauma, any kind of situation that really shakes you up, it also wakes you up to the, spirit, the spirituality in you so for me it got me more connected with my spirituality and when I say spirituality uh, what I really mean is being connected with me because spirit is within me regardless of your religion everyone it is everyone has a spirit and has a soul and has that power and and believe within that you can what I'm saying is that you can believe more in yourself you can be more connected to your own beliefs and honoring yourself so that's what I learned being connected with my beliefs and honoring myself and my needs and that I, I matter so basically for me the whole thing about spirituality is knowing yourself at a deeper level so much so that you respect yourself you put yourself first because everything that you're doing is not just for you but you're doing it in service of your soul and in service, in service of other people that's, that's really what it is and how I see it and so there's practices obviously to to continue with this with this spiritual journey and uh, whether it's prayer whether it's going to the church whether it is meditation whether it is out being out in nature being in community whatever it is but it's really honoring yourself and honoring. The energy, the source, the beliefs that you have in you, and uh, and anything that really brings the whole you together—your body, your mind, your mind and your spirit—all together. Blessing number six, and that is—and I love this one as well. It is learning more about self-respect, and yes, I know it's kind of. Like how how does that work? Well, honestly, being diagnosed with cancer and let me allow me to review and see how I was being before. Was I taking care of myself? Was I putting myself first? Was I respecting my body? Right? And therefore was I letting people respect me in the way I would want them to respect me? Because I'm sure you've heard this but the way you treat yourself is the same way people will treat you so if i wasn't honoring myself if i wasn't seeing my self-worth if i wasn't respecting myself then other people were not doing the same and therefore i was you know like in crappy relationships i was engaging into you know like you know shitty activities and whatnot and not eating well and all that kind of stuff so Cancer taught me that, taught me to learn more about me, see my worth and my value, respecting my gifts, respecting myself and all the things I have to offer to the world because that that really is who I truly want to be, someone who is going to, to create something here to respect myself and allow other people to do the same and then when you do that you're also teaching them how to respect themselves and so on so you in a sense are creating a ripple effect. So this will let me to the next point, which is that cancer, which is blessing number seven. Cancer helped me to stop people pleasing. Because once you start respecting yourself and seeing yourself worth, seeing that you are enough, that you have value, that you, when you respect your own gifts and you see how much valuable you are, then you stop people pleasing. You stop people taking, in a sense, your power away. You start setting up healthy boundaries. This is amazing, guys. The blessing number seven. And obviously, this is in no particular order, but this is just how I had it in my list. But having healthy boundaries is an amazing thing. So usually when you realize that you haven't been taking care of yourself or something has been happening that your life is a little shaky, then with time and learning, you realize, oh, crap, I need to put some boundaries in place for myself and other people. Because like I said, Once you start valuing yourself, you will really honor that, that person in you. And so you really want to take care of it or her and then make sure other people take care of her as well. So that could be, you know, engaging into activities or practices that are good for you, like exercise, uh, eating healthy and, and doing things that really bring you joy and maybe keeping those other things that don't bring you joy the bad food or the people that are energy vampires that only are taking away from you but they are not bringing anything back. So I'll talk more about this at another time because a lot of people suffer from this, from people pleasing the syndrome (laughs) and um, and they are drained at the end of the day because they find like they can do anything and everything for other people but they find themselves depleted. So this blessing, that's one that I, I, I value a lot because it really taught me to set those boundaries that I needed to set for other people and as well for myself. Number eight, blessing number eight from my roommate, (laughs) my roommate Cancer, if you didn't know. And by the way, guys, if you're listening to this episode and you're digging it and you're thinking, which I really truly believe so, This is very helpful for you or anybody else. Do me a favor and share this. Take a screenshot, share in your social media, tag me because I keep track of those people who are connecting with me and are sharing the love and the support. And later on, I'll be uh, putting all of your names into a drawing and I'll have a giveaway. But I really think that we we should be sharing these kind of things because people need to hear more about this. People need to hear about the good stuff, guys. People don't need to hear about the complaints. They don't need to be hearing about, oh my gosh, I got sick or oh my gosh, I got diagnosed with this, like poor me. And I don't want to dismiss anybody out there and I don't want to say that, oh, that's what people do all the time. But we need to encourage each other that there is something good on the other side that we can focus on. And I bet you, even though people always might think, oh yeah, when you go through a hard time. Um, it It might lead you to see something good about yourself. Yes, and there is that and there is more and there is more and there is more. So let's share those stories. Let's share my story. Let's share your story if you have one. I don't think and I don't believe that we should be quiet. I honestly believe that the reason why we got some of the things that we're going through in life, in my case, cancer, is because I had to share the story so other people can see it. Those people that relate to it can say, oh my gosh, that is me too, or that was me too. Thank you for sharing. Now I'm ready to share my story or now I'm ready to step up into my power. Now I am ready to really be the person who I am here to be. So guys, that is the whole reason why I share all these things. And I really, am, I'm so happy when people can relate and they can go and share with their friends and family because that really means that what we're doing is creating a community of people supporting each other. I don't think we're here just to live one kind of life. I'm here, as far as me, and I really think that we are here to live not just our lives, but also invite others people to come along and then create that supportive community for all of us okay so please share this and um let me know how it goes what you think about all these different blessings okay so did i say number eight no blessing number eight and one of the biggest blessings which i love is really that cancer taught me how to love my body in a deeper deeper way to have a better relationship with it because up until then not at all I wouldn't even look at myself in the mirror I will feel bad at myself see all the ugly quote-unquote ugly things about me all the scars all the imperfections all the flaws and everything else and I was just didn't feel good in my body and that is not good guys it is not at all I mean honestly would you would you want somebody to come and tell you how ugly you are, how, you know, like that you don't fit or that you're not pretty or that you're not, um, uh, I don't know, whatever, whatever that we might say to ourselves, right? Like that's so not nice. That is so awful because it really brings us down. So why are we doing that to ourselves? Why would we, would we, 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 be putting ourselves down and then what happens is when we do that more, then other people are going to do that to us. So it's, it's a double whammy. So we got to stop doing this. So obviously having to face a diagnosis and going through that journey, it allowed me to love my body even more. You know why? Here's the reason why. Because it allowed me to get into the practice of acknowledging parts of my body. So knowing the cancer, it is all throughout my body and learning about the cancer, learning about the human body and myself, it really allowed me to see, oh my goodness, okay, cancer cells are around me. They are around in my liver or whatever they are, right? And it really made me, which it will lead me to the next um, part of it, but it really made me realize that it is not my fault it is not my body's fault it is just what it is at the moment and i had to take care of it i had to take care of my body i had to take care of her and with the food with the activities the exercises because honestly i mean If I resist it, if I fight it, if I don't acknowledge it, what I'm doing is I'm completely dismissing myself. And why would you want to do that? Why would you want to to say anything bad about yourself if you haven't done anything? And even if you think you did, it is not a good way of thinking that what you're doing is wrong or what you have done in the past is wrong. So my practice now is to really wake up in the morning and talk to every part of my body. Sometimes it's, it's, you know, more in-depth. Some other days I just kind of rush through it a little bit. But I still acknowledge my body and I talk to my organs and I I am in deep gratitude to and appreciation to my liver, to my spleen, to my kidneys, my feet, my body, my rolls, my belly, my gut. And I really appreciate that whatever she has been through, for all her 42 years here, guys. So in a sense, I kind of detach myself from the human body that where I am and it's just my my soul, my spirit, my spiritual body is talking to my human body and say, oh my gosh, look at you. For 42 years, you are here and you're doing great. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for caring because honestly, our body, my body is a house. It is the container where my soul lives. So if there wasn't a body, this soul would be just like out floating around being a little bubble, <laughs> a little speck, a little fluff, a little cat hair, a little, I don't know, lint, whatever you want to call it. So it needs a home and needs a house. So my body is here to provide that. So then this soul, this spirit now has a house where it can stay and then be able to, to operate and do the things that she is able to do now. So hopefully this makes sense for you guys. Let me know. Let me know. I want to know what you hear what you what you get from this because it's something that for me is like, oh my gosh, I love it. I love talking about this stuff. Okay, number nine, blessing number nine. It is that it really helped me learn more about compassion. And this is huge, guys. This is huge, and I'm sure for some of you guys it could be the same for anything that you're going through in your life. Learning about compassion. And here's the kicker because in all of these three areas that I will mention. Um, and, um, and I, I really make the effort to be aware and have this practice, um, to come every day. And sometimes, yes, like I said before, I forget, right? But the thing is that I remind myself that, like I said, there's different parts of me, the body, the human body, the spiritual body, the the mental body, right? And so... When I say compassion, it really allowed me to have compassion to everything, every part of myself. And then obviously with this, it is having compassion with other people. So the number one thing about having compassion is first and foremost, having compassion towards myself, about my past, about the people that played a role in my life including my parents, grandparents, er, er, anyone or anything that has happened to me that who made me become this person who I am right now. So obviously, again, this takes time and practice, and it's not something that happened overnight. And I can show you how to do this, but really being in such a gratitude, such a positive mindset and such a compassionate care for myself is one of the biggest lessons as well because it really allows me to honor who I am all of these things that I'm telling you guys all these 10 because there are for now 10 blessings that I can think of and I'm sharing with you they all are working together they are not separate from each other so having compassion about myself it really makes me very caring and loving about my body it really allows me to connect with other people to connect with my spirit to have the choice of the foods that i want to eat to honor my body right so being compassionate it really also it puts everything together pretty much then obviously having compassion towards others because We can only live our life and we can only allow so much or so little from other people to affect us. So if there is people outside, you know, family, friends or whoever, that sometimes, just sometimes they're kind of crazy, right? They're kind of cray cray. And we think like, oh my God, I cannot stand this person or whatever, or her energy is off or she's just like leeching off of me or she's dumping her trash on me. Well, probably it's time for us to examine what is it that we're doing in our lives that maybe we keep bringing those people into our lives. And if we are, there is a reason for that. They're not here by mistake. So looking into why, what is it that they're here to teach us and having that compassion towards them because maybe they don't know anything better. And if you start asking these questions like, hmm, why is this happening? Like, what is going on? You are a little bit ahead of them and maybe you can now teach them how to do the same for themselves and having compassion to others also means that you can relate to their pain because obviously if they are being in a certain way if let's say they're being a bitch to you who knows what they're going through in their life and they don't know who to talk to they don't have resources they don't know how to heal or be better in a sense so maybe it is your opportunity maybe that is their role that is their purpose in your life so that you can actually practice forgiveness with them and then also practice how to help them heal themselves and lastly as far as the compassion part is having compassion towards cancer and I know this is crazy. People kind of roll their eyes at me like, what? Like, what do you mean having compassion towards cancer? And obviously this is for anything else, having having compassion towards, you know, the pain that I went through when I was little, the surgeries I went through, the trauma, feeling abandoned and whatnot. Having compassion to that one thing that scares you the most, that fear, that challenge, that situation. Because, like I said, I don't see it Um, Yes, it could be past trauma, it could be present trauma, a negative event, but what I am doing is I am choosing to see the light within that that is presenting to me, okay? So, I am being compassionate towards cancer because I see it as if it was a lost child, I do this practice in which I see cancer outside of me, and it is a lost little thing, and it's just trying to find a way to manifest and bring attention to something. So it is almost like having a bratty kid, right? Like this, you know, like kid that doesn't listen, doesn't do anything for you. It's just like doing everything opposite, and then you're getting angry and upset and impatient. So what is that kid doing? It's trying to look for attention. That's why it's doing all these crazy things, and you're getting pissed even more. And that attention is leading me towards a bigger call. So cancer asking me to pay attention to something bigger. And so once I pay attention to that something bigger, that bigger thing, it is a bigger awakening that it is only for me. What is that awakening? What what does it have to do about me and in this life? What does it have to do about me and my body? Maybe what is it about, what is the awakening or the lesson that I have to learn here about being maybe diagnosed and having the gift of not having to do uh, treatment because I, I have that choice? right and so what can i do oh my gosh maybe i can teach other people about it maybe i can teach people about options of cancer care maybe I can teach people about positive mindset and living a a joyful and loving life even with cancer and and maybe this bratty kid you know cancer is just it's just lost and it's just because look guys honestly when i hear people talking about cancer or big diagnosis and talking about fighting it talking about you know like slashing or fat cancer or you know like being so angry and I get it it is something that no one wants to have It, it takes lives away it takes memories it takes people away it changes everything in someone's life and everyone around right But at the same time, when people engage into that mentality of hating it and being angry and fighting it, what they're doing, they're bringing more of that into their lives. And again, like I said said today in many other episodes, what I say is I feel like my purpose or my job in this life is to live a happy life, no matter what it is that I do. And also, I think I came to good, in good terms with with realizing what death, life, and death is. So I am not afraid of dying. The only thing I'm afraid of about death is that I, if I die, I'm not able to complete the things that I'm, I'm I'm here to do. That's that's just the only the only thing. It's kind of like having a deadline. But oh my gosh, no! Can I have more time? I haven't completed this, please. <laughs> that's just my way of seeing it. And I've lived so many other things in my life with my family, especially with my grandparents, people that I love the most, that I saw them dying and really made me realize what life and death is and acknowledging that the time that we have now is a gift, no matter how that comes. So for me, it is really, okay, whatever cards I'm dealt with, that's what I have to use. So why am I going to be all busy and upset and fighting it and wasting time, basically wasting time and energy, investing into, you know, being angry and being, you know, resentful and frustrated and and losing my days and my life instead of, uh, of enjoying it, no matter how that comes. So I know it is not easy. It takes time. It is a practice. But my hope is that people get to understand that this is an opportunity every single day is an opportunity to life so the only thing that we can do is really try to make the best of it with whatever we have and being okay with the pain that comes with it sometimes loving the experience and being okay with the experience that we get and make it the best we can so like I said and I think I said it before if it wasn't cancer if it wasn't cancer maybe it could have been something else I don't know who knows maybe deep inside I believe my soul assignment is to go through this awakening events because they're happening for me maybe it could have been something else like losing I don't know an arm I, I honestly I don't know life is so crazy but I as far as my spirituality of what what I believe in and my soul assignment these, again, the cards that I'm dealt with, they are already here for me, giving me the path to my awakening, okay? Again, this is another one that I want to let me know how or what you think about this because it's something that I know that people, not everybody will agree with. So, and I'm okay with that, but I really want to hear what people got to say. And the last um, blessing that I will say, and this is already a given, um, is really the gift of gratitude like having the diagnosis of cancer really allowed me to be deeper into the gratitude of being here, having what I have, being who I am, that maybe I don't need, um, a lot of things that I can just be fine with little things. Or maybe I still have, I I still can have all these other things and more and more and more, whether it's money and whatever it is that I can have in this life, but not accumulated to myself, but then maybe to share with other people, having gratitude with, um, with other people as well like who they are here to to bring into my life and how can we create together and I think this is already a given like it's not I can't say much because I'm sure a lot of people have been talking more about gratitude these days but really being grateful for everything and anything that comes to my life so that's pretty much um part of my list Um, there's more things that go more in depth but I wanted to share this 10 blessings that I got from my roommate Mr. Cancer and. And especially I think that each one of them is so special. Each one has carries a very strong message that I hope that each one of you guys can get. Please listen to this um, with attention and also share with other people because again, this can be applied for anything that is going on in life. We are not here alone, we are in this together, whether it is social distancing or not, but we're here to support each other. So again, do me a favor, share this, share with your family, friends and social media. Also get back to me, you can find me in social media Instagram at Wendy for Wellness and at Facebook Wendy Rosenthal and let me know, reach out to me. I really want to hear what you got to say. If you have a story similar to mine or maybe completely different or maybe you completely disagree with everything I said and you have opposite opinions, I want to know. I want to hear you. I want to listen to you because I want to include you in my thoughts and my prayers and whatever I am doing. And I want to honor you in this space because you also deserve to speak up. You also deserve to share your thoughts and opinions because I know for sure I'm not 100% um, right all the time. And these are truth to me, but they might not be true to you, but I want to honor what you got to say. Okay, I want to give you that space, that gift because you deserve it as well so love you all have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you guys on the other side bye